All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Now clear and a chilly 20 degrees. Bill Roy, editor of the Wichita Business Journal, died Sunday. The Business Journal confirms that the journal's editor since 2003 died Sunday morning at his home of complications from amyotrophic lateral sclerosis. He was 61. The 37-year journalist was diagnosed with ALS in the fall of 2019. Roy was inducted into the Kansas Press Association Hall of Fame in 2022. A Kansas State University graduate, Roy worked for KFDI Radio, the Wichita Eagle, and KWCH-TV before being hired as managing editor at the Business Journal and reaching editor soon after. For several years, Bill updated business news on the Steve and Ted in the Morning Show on KNSS. A woman was stabbed and a man shot in southeast Wichita Sunday night. Sedgwick County Dispatch received a report of a cutting and a shooting in the 3100 block of South Route 10. A man was shot in the knee and taken to a local hospital in serious condition. The woman was stabbed in the abdomen, also hospitalized in serious condition. No further details were immediately available. Wichita police are investigating the shooting of a teen early Sunday in East Wichita. Officers in the area heard three shots fired in the 4900 block of East Harry. A 17-year-old girl was hospitalized with a gunshot wound to the leg. Police learned the girl was in a car with two men, a 20-year-old and a 28-year-old, when a white Ford sedan pulled up next to them. A passenger in the Ford sedan threatened the girl and two men with a handgun. As they drove away from the sedan, they heard three to five shots. The KBI is investigating the death of a man in an officer-involved shooting Saturday night in Sumner County. Just before 10.30 p.m., two Wellington police officers arrived at a home in the 1100 block of East 7th Street in Wellington to the report of a disturbance. The woman who reported the incident told police her boyfriend, identified as 30-year-old Harley Bagby of Wellington, was inside tearing up the residence. When officers entered the home, Bagby exited a bedroom into the hallway with a large knife. Officers commanded Bagby to drop the knife, but he did not comply and approached the officers. One officer fired multiple times, killing Bagby. The officer has been placed on paid administrative leave, When the KBI finishes their independent investigation, the findings will be turned over to the Sumner County attorney for review. Rodney Price, KNSS News. Flags are now at half-staff at the White House and other federal buildings after Saturday's deadly massacre at a dance club in suburban Los Angeles. Fox's Jackie Ibanez has more. The 72-year-old suspect was found dead of a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Cops say they found several pieces of evidence in his van linking him to the mass shooting. The gunman killed 10 people and wounded 10 others at a ballroom dance club as they were celebrating the Chinese Lunar New Year. It's reported the killer went to a second dance club with a gun, but patrons there were able to wrestle the weapon away from him, and then he fled the scene. 
Police are still searching for a motive and say they have no reason to believe other suspects remain at large. It's the nation's fifth mass killing this year. Police say the weapon appeared to be a semi-automatic pistol with an extended magazine. Gasoline prices rose over the last couple of weeks. Oil industry analyst Trilby Lundberg tells us by how much. In this case, nine cents rise over the past two weeks to the new price, $3.45. And it's a total of 19 cents higher over the past five weeks. Houston has the lowest local average price at $2.85 a gallon. Honolulu is the highest at $4.93. KNSS News Time now, 6.04, four minutes past six o'clock. Stephen, 10 of the morning, 6.09 now, nine minutes past six o'clock. Here on this Monday morning, Tuesday, tomorrow, the Wichita City Council will hold their regularly scheduled consent agenda meeting and workshop in the first floor boardroom at City Hall. Topics to be discussed during the workshop include the Healthy Corner Initiative, Diversity, Inclusion and Civil Rights Advisory Board Strategic Work Plan, Overview of Recommended Edits to Ethics Policy and an Animal Control Update. No one was hurt after a plane struck the top of a truck in suburban Houston Sunday while attempting an emergency landing on a roadway. Texas Department of Public Health spokesman Richard Standifer says the pilot narrowly escaped death when the plane caught fire. Typically when a plane makes contact with another vehicle, it doesn't end well. So the fact that the 18-wheel driver is over there is too, it's a good day. The pilot is from Detroit, Michigan. Big cities and counties across America are gearing up for the annual count of the homeless population. The annual point-in-time count happens this week nationwide, gathering a headcount of the number of people and families living on the streets or in shelters, many of them veterans like Rebecca Tanner, who tells Fox 23 Tulsa that there's a misconception about the homeless. That we are a bunch of thugs or ne'er-do-wells, and it's just not true. We are people who worked hard all our lives for a living and just fell into the wrong circumstances. The annual homeless count is submitted to the Department of Housing and Urban Development, which determines the funding and resource opportunities that helped Tanner find a place to call home. Jeff Manasso, Fox News. A happy turn of events for a family after their dogs were stolen in Portland, Oregon. The four show dogs are now back with their owners in Woodenville, Washington, thanks to someone in Vancouver, Washington, who spotted the dogs in a van he found abandoned on the road. The van was stolen with the dogs inside from Portland on Saturday. The Mercedes cargo van was left idling early in the morning near a hotel, and police say the thief jumped in and drove away with the precious cargo inside. The stolen dogs, three Scottish Terriers and one Karen Terrier, are show dogs and were in Portland for the Rose City Dog Show. Shana Stulen, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 611, 11 minutes past 6 o'clock. And so far in traffic this morning, not really seeing any huge problems out there. Uh, it's cold enough, you're going to have to scrape. Yep, uh, I did. Yeah, I did too. And it was that real thin layer that sometimes it's kind of hard to get off of there. I. Ugh. Not very good out there, but uh, as far as traffic conditions go, might see a slick spot here and there, but the traffic conditions are actually looking pretty good. We do have a stalled-out vehicle northbound I-235. It's at the ramp to Meridian. That's the one southwest Wichita. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. 
And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Temperatures fell below freezing overnight across south-central Kansas. We expect to be mostly sunny today with a high 44. Cloudy overnight. Charlo in the mid to upper 20s. Then areas of rain develop later tomorrow with a high 38. And we'll likely see a mix of rain and then some snow by later Tuesday night. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. Now we have fog and mist and 19 degrees. Calm, no wind, 19, so at least we don't have any wind to make it feel any worse. Yeah, still mm. pretty cold, though. <laughs> yes, 19, 612, Stephen Ted here on KNSS. We had a mostly cloudy day across central Kansas Sunday. Wichita's high temperature was 40 degrees yesterday. Normal high for the date is 44. On this date in 1971, the coldest temperature ever recorded in the U.S. occurred when Prospect Creek, Alaska, located 180 miles north of Fairbanks, tumbled to 80 below zero. Yikes. Wow. (laughs) You wouldn't want to go outside and take one of those polar bear plunges on that day, that's for sure. Yeah. 80 below. Hmm, I can't imagine. It's very cold. You better stay inside. Can't imagine a lot of people live at, what did you say, Prospector's Eek? Uh, Prospect Creek. Creek. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Not in the state in 1964, the 24th Amendment to the United States Constitution, eliminating the poll tax in federal elections, was ratified as South Dakota became the 38th state to endorse it. Yep. So, (laughs) poll tax, not a bad idea if all you want to do is raise money. On the other hand, it doesn't seem exactly right to charge people to vote. So, obviously, the uh, legislature in, uh, that says 1964. Well, Civil rights era, too. That was yeah. also how it was being used specifically. It was used, one of those things that, yeah. that needed to be taken care of and hadn't for a long time. Yeah. Astronaut Buzz Aldrin, we talked about his birthday Friday. Well, he was one of the first people to walk on the moon, of course. Yep. He has married his longtime love in a small ceremony in Los Angeles. Aw. Aldrin wrote in a Facebook post that the wedding took place Friday, which was the ninety his 93rd birthday. <laughs> the post... Announcing his marriage to Anka V. Farr included several photos of the couple and received 53,000 Facebook likes and loves by Saturday. Uh, Yeah, yeah. July 20th, 1969, Apollo 11 astronauts Neil Armstrong and Aldrin made history when they walked on the lunar surface. They were the men in the moon. Michael Collins, the third member of that crew, of course. But uh, Buzz (laughs) got hitched. (laughs) Why, Why not have a great birthday? Yeah. Celebrate by marrying your girlfriend. Huh. There, there you go. I don't know what I'm going to be doing when I'm 93 if I reach 93, but it probably won't be that. I don't know. <laughs> Let's see what else we got going on. Well, a young Rhode Island girl has finally figured out how to determine if Santa Claus is real DNA. Cumberland Police Chief Matthew Benson says the local girl sent a partially eaten cookie as well as a couple of gnawed-on carrot sticks to the police department to ask if they could be tested for DNA. Santa's DNA. Her name and age were not disclosed. Benson <laughs> forwarded the evidence to the state's Department of Health Forensic Sciences Unit for analysis of the charge. Failure to finish snacks. Awesome. Results are pending. Benson praised the girl for her keen sense for truth and the investigative process. Excellent. Sounds like just a someone who's just having a little fun there. Okay. And, uh, of course, you're never, uh, you never outgrow your... They love of bunny rabbits, I guess, in crowded Hong Kong. Okay. Where most apartments range from small to minuscule, rabbits are popular pets. 
And when their owners are away, there are rabbit lovers ready to look after their lonely pets at Bunny Style, a luxury rabbit resort. Rabbits scamper around a play area in a climate-controlled building. Some climb a castle made of wood, while others explore a cotton tunnel. The lifting of COVID-19 restrictions in Hong Kong is spurring a surge in travel for the Lunar New Year. Donna Lee, owner of the of Bunny Style, says she's fully booked and keeps her charges happy with regular exercise, parties, really? spa treatments, and lots of hay. Sounds better than my apartment. Yeah. Those rabbits live better than I do. Bunnies are treated better than, than so many people. Oh, man. Uh, anyway, there's <laughs> <laughs> your bunny. Bunny rabbits. All right, 616, Stephen 10. And, uh, of course, we're, we're saddened this morning, and we're sharing information with you about the, the passing of Bill Roy, our longtime friend yep. and a co-worker. And we just uh, – uh, he had ALS for several years, and, and just uh, – yeah, it's one you don't, you don't come back from. And it, it was – Tough to see him uh, in his situation, and tough to see him go. But what a great guy! And we had so much, oh, yeah. so much fun with him. We'll share some memories here in the next day or two. Ted has the day off, so we didn't. We don't think we're going to hear from Ted. Will probably not call or be with us today. If not, great. We can share some more memories tomorrow because Ted and Bill were very, very close. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, our hearts go out, our prayers go out to Gretchen, the twins. And Bill Roy's family and friends. He has so many friends and admirers. All right, six seventeen now. Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Uh, it is time for leadoff sports now with uh, Jad Chambers, who's filling in for Ted this morning, of course. That's right. Uh, the Wichita State men's basketball team yesterday in Texas facing Southern Methodist. WSU had early leads of eight to nothing and eleven to one over the Mustangs, but. SMU caught fire right there at the end of the first half. They took a 29 to 25 lead into the half into halftime. The second half was kind of a streaky back and forth. The Shockers and Mustangs trading back to back 15 to nothing runs uh, in the closing minutes of the game. And it's a game that you heard yesterday over on 103.7 KEYN. In the front court, Scott, right wing to Jaquan Walton. Gets a screen from Abide, drives it into the free throw circle, then down the lane and dunks with both hands. Uh, SMU just froze, and all of a sudden he had an open lane to the basket. Yeah. Well, there it was. Kind of uh, interesting. The Shockers come up with two big defensive stops in the final seconds, and they hold on for a very thin 71-69 victory. Uh, the Shockers 3-4 and four in the conference. Here's an interesting statistic I ran across. They've trailed at halftime in all seven conference games they've played. They've never gone to the locker room with a lead. Hmm. How about that? Yeah, but they've they've you know they've got three wins now, so there we go. Uh, in seven times they they've managed uh, three comebacks uh, halftime uh, from halftime deficits. So uh, the Shockers play host to Tulane Wednesday night at Charles Koch Arena. College basketball rankings due for a little bit of a shakeup. Number two, KU loses to number 14, TCU, 83-60 to on Saturday. The Jayhawks just got pounded by TCU. And, of course, that's right after a loss to number 13, K-State. So expect KU to drop pretty significantly in the rankings. Uh, K-State beat Texas Tech on Saturday, 68-58. We could see them benefit from KU's... Uh, Loss. So we'll just have to see uh, how the college rankings uh, all come down today. A uh, very scary moment in the Kansas City Chiefs 27-20 win over Jacksonville on Saturday. 
Of course, you heard it right here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Here's the moment itself. Mitch Holtis with the call. Again, an outside rush, and Mahomes throws it late on the first and ten play for the Chiefs at the 49 of the Jaguars. Passes complete to the 45 to Blake Bell. He was the check down receiver, and now Mahomes is hurt. Mahomes is hurt after a gain of four yards. He's holding his right knee. He got hit hard on this play, and Mahomes, is he wanting to come out? Yeah, so that was uh, everybody holding their breath there. Uh, Chiefs backup Chad Henney comes in. Successful drive, ends with a touchdown pass to Travis Kelsey. Then Mahomes comes back, maybe a little bit uh, maybe a little bit hobbled, but he was yeah, back yeah. and kind of effective. Uh, here it is. Here he is throwing a touchdown pass to Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Beat staggered. McKinnon sprints in motion to the near flat. Mahomes now steps up in the pocket, throws late, wide open, back in the end zone. Touchdown, Kansas City. Marquez Valdez-Scantling on a six-yard touchdown. And are they helping Mahomes up here? He is limping off the field. He's going to trot off. Uh, he did stay in the game, though, and, of course, the Chiefs win at 27-20, to 20, so that touchdown very much necessary. Uh, with the storied uh, season of the Buffalo Bills coming to an end at the hands of Cincinnati yesterday, that sets up an AFC championship game at Arrowhead on Sunday. Uh, Chiefs head coach Andy Reid talked about that. Or, uh, sorry, Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes talks about that injury. I didn't want to go get the x-rays or whatever it was. I wanted just to continue to play. Um, I told him I would do it at halftime. Um, but uh, Coach, I mean, in the best interest of me, uh, just made he made me go back there and, and get that x-ray before he put it back in the game. And I ran back there, got the x-ray, and was able to play, uh, finish the game. He did finish, but we'll uh, uh-huh. have to get some updates on the uh, – Got the drama coming up this weekend. Yes, we Damn. do. But, uh, yeah, a win for the Chiefs back on Saturday. That's sports on Stephen Ted in the morning. 622 now. Keep it up for Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Staying brain sharp as you age. That's coming up with Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Utah's nationally recognized Marconi Awarded Radio Show. This is Stephen Ted on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntyre, 6.30 here on this Monday morning in 19, 19 degrees. More classified documents were recently discovered in President Biden's Delaware home. Fox's Lucas Tomlinson at the White House with an update. Here's how the president's personal lawyer described them. Quote, six items consisting of documents with classification markings and surrounding materials, some of which were from the president's service in the Senate and some of which from his tenure as vice president. The president himself said he thought the search was over. Joe Biden first arrived in Washington as a U.S. senator 50 years ago this month when Richard Nixon was president. So if this goes back to his time as a senator, that's going back a long way. The White House has said there are no classified documents at President Biden's other Delaware house. Two people were injured after a chase ended in a crash in West Wichita early Sunday. Sedgwick County Sheriff's Office says the chase started near Kellogg and Mays after the driver fled from a traffic stop. The car ended up crashing near 151st Street West and Highview Drive. There's no word on the condition of the two people involved. Sedgwick County Commissioner Ryan Beatty tells KNSS News he wants to contend for stability in county government. So we can perform good government services. And we have saw over the last three or four years that because of the instability of county government, 
we weren't able to perform good government service. EMS, county fire has been challenged. Uh, the sheriff's office, the Sedgwick County Jail. Because of the instability in staffing, we, we were very inefficient in our capacity to perform good government service. Ryan Beatty was a guest Sunday night on the John Whitmer Show on KNSS. A former Sedgwick County detention deputy has been sentenced to probation for the sexual battery of two inmates. Timothy Baskerville was sentenced Friday to 12 months probation with an underlying sentence of 38 months if he violates the terms of his probation. Baskerville pleaded guilty to two counts of interference with law enforcement and six counts of sexual battery in November of 2022. Baskerville had been with the department for 17 months at the time of his arrest in July of 2020. Representative Blake Carpenter tells KNSS News Governor Kelly inherited an amazing budget because of Republican policies. And so now she's been sitting on billions and billions of dollars, and then plus the federal money, billions and billions of dollars that has come in from COVID and everything else. So she's sitting on all this money right now, so she's like, well, I could spend a ton of it, and we still have time left over. So even though she's increasing spending by almost a billion dollars, a billion dollars, we still have an ending balance that's close to $2 billion. Blake Carpenter was a guest Sunday night on The Whitmer Show here on KNSS. Now look at the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. With a clear sky and cold here early on, we expect to be mostly sunny today. Temperatures in the upper 30s by lunchtime, 44 later on this afternoon. Quiet conditions through tonight, Charlo 26. Then rain picks up during the afternoon tomorrow with a high 38. A rain-snow mix likely by later Tuesday night. I'm KNSS meteorologist and holiday. Now fog and mist and 19 degrees, calm, no wind. Stephen Ted in the morning now, 634 here on this Monday morning with Stephen Ted. And uh, coming up just about an hour from now, we'll check in with... Wichita Mayor Brandon Whipple. It's Mondays with the Mayor on the Stephen Ted Show here on KNSS, as we do every Monday. Today is January 23rd. It was on this date in 1973. President Richard Nixon announced an accord had been reached to end the Vietnam War and would be formally signed four days later in Paris. That was in 1973. Native Hawaiians who have been priced out of Hawaii are finding more affordable places to live in cities like Las Vegas. According to 2021 U.S. Census estimates, the biggest growth of native Hawaiian and other Pacific Islander populations was in Clark County, Nevada, and Sacramento County, California. Biggest decline was in Honolulu, where the median price for a single-family home is more than $1 million. Hawaii is now the state with the highest cost of living, and many worry about what it means for Hawaii that many indigenous people can no longer afford to live there. People who have lived there all of their lives just say, hey, I can't afford it anymore. It's too expensive. E. In a, uh, New York City's latest weapon in its fight against street noise is a traffic camera equipped with a sound meter. It is capable of identifying souped-up vehicles with ultra-loud exhaust systems, at least 71 drivers have gotten tickets so far for violating noise rules. What? During a, during a year-long pilot program, city is now planning to deploy more of the devices. New York has one of the most extensive noise ordinances in the country. A uh, state law that took effect last spring also raised fines for illegal modifications of mufflers and exhaust systems. So mm. if you're going for the loud pipes, uh, the cops could get you there. In New York City. 
Yeah, judging by the amount of uh, extremely loud pipes I hear, <laughs> hear on the roadways here in Wichita, I got to wonder if we even have those kind of laws. I don't think we have. I, I haven't heard of any. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to share this information. Uh, this is something that really doesn't get a lot of attention unless there's a spike. And that's uh, I'm talking about the unemployment uh, numbers that come out and uh, every month. And I just like to keep an eye on just as an indication of where we are in the economy. The latest uh, numbers came out uh, Friday from Topeka. This is from, of course, the Labor Market Information Services and the Kansas Department of Labor uh, statistics. This, uh, adjusted unemployment rate in December was 2.9%. That's an increase from 2.8% in November and an increase from 2.8% in December of 2021. So the unemployment rate... For a year, has has been under three percent. Seasonally adjusted job estimates for Kansas indicate total non-farm payroll employment increased by five hundred from November. Total non-farm includes private sector and government employers. Private sector jobs increased by eleven hundred over the month, while government decreased by six hundred. For the MSA Wichita MSA, two point nine percent unemployment in uh, December. As opposed to, it's flat from the, the, the month before November, 2.9. Last December, uh, in 20, well, in 2021, 2.6%. Hmm. We had 2.5%. Wow. <laughs> oh, Lord, that is, that's not full employment. I don't know what is. Anyway. Yep. As long as those numbers stay good, it's, it's, I just like to see people working and keep those numbers low if possible. That's always good. It's uh, 6.37 now, Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS and the time for the KNSS Commodities Update with Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Good morning, Tom. Well, good morning, Steve and Jad. Well, the live cattle and feeder cattle futures traded and closed positive back on Friday after significant downside on the Thursday's trade. Now, cash cattle trading volume appears to be on the light side for last week, and prices look to be lower. Steer and heifer carcass weights continue to be lower than a year ago levels, and Friday's cattle on feed report held no surprises as the numbers came in very close to pre-report estimates. Today's futures trading probably will have little effect from the cattle on feed numbers. Now, lean hog futures traded and closed positive on Friday. Friday's closes saw February live cattle 67 cents higher at 156.62. March feeders up 87 cents at 180.97. And Feb lean hogs up $1.17 higher at 77.82. Now, after a week of new highs for last week, we saw the move up in the wheat, corn, and soybeans. Now, Friday, only our wheat closed on the positive side. There was little fresh news on Friday for our grain markets, and we saw last week March KC wheat gained four pennies, March corn gained a penny, March soybeans lost 21 cents for the week. We are currently seeing downside in our markets this morning. March Kansas City wheat nine cents lower at 839. March corn down four and a half at 671 and three quarters, with March soybeans trading 14 and three quarters lower at 1491 and three quarters. March crude oil is 68 cents higher at $82.32. February gold down 60 cents at $1,927.70. The March S&P up three quarters of a point at $3,989. March dollar index unchanged at $101.77. And March Dow Jones futures 18 points higher trading at $33,492. For commodity trading or ag marketing advisory, contact Leffler Commodities on the phone or on the web by using 866-GO-TO-TOM. 
Tom, you've been, uh, how long have you done the commodities update with us here on KNSS and Stephen's Ed? Let's see, I try to remember what I told you the other day. It was like 15 or 16 years. Yes, you're one of the, the guys we signed up uh, earlier in the game. We've been at, Ted and I have been at this for 25. And we got you on. Another guy that was with us, not from the start, but for some, several years, of course, was Bill Roy from the Wichita Business Journal. And uh, I don't know if you've been listening this morning, but Bill, Bill has uh, died uh, after his long battle with ALS. And uh, he was a big part of our morning show for several years. And, and we hate to see that happen. But our prayers are with uh, Gretchen and the twins and the whole family and so many people who knew Bill. And, and uh, Richard, we just loved him. Great guy. Great guy. One of those guys that comes along and, you know, uh, that you're, you're lucky that God shares him with us. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, we will miss yes. him. We'll miss him. Yes. Uh, all right. So uh, you had a good weekend, I presume. Um, of course, you're going you're gonna to be going to the Chiefs playoff game in Cincinnati next Sunday. Or it's, it's in Kansas City <laughs> yeah. next Sunday, right? No? That's right. Yes, no? I don't think I'll be there. I think I'll just sit in my comfort chair and watch That's it. a good idea. I'll tell you what. And... Uh, I was watching what who who was playing in the snow yesterday, Jad? Uh, Buffalo, Cincinnati. Buffalo, Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it didn't it didn't seem to impact him too bad badly though. I mean, they seem to be able to do things, run and not slip and fall down and all that. So, a uh, little bit of snow is not bad, especially if you got a natural turf field. Uh, <laughs> I guess. All right. Uh, okay. We'll just uh, we'll talk with you tomorrow morning then, uh, Tom. Thank you, sir. Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities with our. Commodities update this morning. Coming up, we've got uh, Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker. Psychology of good and bad habits. He's going to tell us about that on the way. Stephen, in the morning here on KNSS. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Stephen, 10 in the morning, KNSS. 6.45 here on this Monday morning. Three big things. Three. Kansas City Chiefs and Cincinnati Bengals will play Sunday for a shot at the Super Bowl. Two. Ten people are dead, including the shooter. Ten wounded in a Southern California shooting. One. Longtime broadcaster and Wichita Business Journal editor Bill Roy has died after a long battle with ALS. Three big things, Stephen Ted on KNSS. Traffic this morning here in the Wichita area. Well, traffic conditions, it's cold. It's Thank very, you. very cold. Yes, that's the, the traffic condition there. Wow. Uh, we do have a stalled out vehicle northbound I-135. This at Hydraulic uh, down there in South Wichita. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. It's brought to you by Joe Dubrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire, located downtown in Market and Waterman. And online at carlstire.com, your home for complete car care. Mostly sunny today with a high of 44 degrees. Mostly cloudy tonight. The overnight low, 24. Then on Tuesday, a 30% chance for afternoon rain. Tomorrow's high, just 38 degrees. Now fog, mist, calm, and 19 degrees. 647, Stephen 10 in the morning here on KNSS. Wall Street ended the week on an up note Friday. Stocks finishing higher as investors weighed more corporate earnings results and another reading on the housing market. A rally for tech stocks helped soften Wall Street's rough week. Shares of Netflix surging. The streaming giant notched better than expected subscriber growth in its latest quarter and announced a change in leadership. Its founder, Reed Hastings, will be stepping down from his co-CEO role. And Alphabet, the parent company of Google, shares spiked over 5% after the search engine giant said it plans to eliminate roughly 12 thousand jobs globally. The Dow winners, Microsoft, Salesforce, and American Express. The Dow decliners, Goldman Sachs, Johnson & Johnson, and Boeing. The Dow finishing up 331 points. The Nasdaq up 288. S&P 500 up 74. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. Senator KNSS Weather this morning brought to you by the Monarch. Open at 11 a.m. for lunch, Monday through Sunday. Call to reserve a table on the patio for lunch or dinner at the Monarch. 579 <laughs> West Douglas and Delano. It could be a little chilly out there. Of course, the Monarch has indoor seating as well. They do. Stephen, 10 in the morning here. And uh, the psychology <clears throat> of good and bad habits. Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker with us. This Dr. Morning. Don. Dr. Don. Good morning. <laughs> the doctor is in. The doctor is in. Five cents per reading. There you go. Well, good morning, uh, Steve good and morning, Chad. Yeah. You know, research has shown the average person is more upset about losing $10 then they are happy about receiving $100. Well, perhaps it's a, it's a fight-or-flight mechanism innate to humans that makes us more sensitive to bad things than good, you know, to protect ourselves. It's easier to take on a bad habit than it is to create a good one, following along that same logic. Well, let's take exercise, for example. Finding motivation to 
actually get your clothes on and go outside and go to the gym and work out is is tougher than sitting on the sofa with the remote. But can we trick ourselves into doing more that is good for us than that is bad? Well, Russell Poldrack, a psychology professor at Stanford University, studies the brain and habits. He believes that our brains are often overwhelmed by the new world that stimulates them and natural systems we have for building habits have been hijacked. That means that it can take some time to create good habits, but that modern world can help us too. For example, there are dozens of digital apps designed to help us create good habits. Studies show that it can take from 18 to 254 days for many people for many types of behavior change. The average is about 66 days. As you can imagine, different habits take on more or less complexity, and breaking a bad habit isn't dependent upon your willpower. It's really about avoiding the temptation to begin with. So think about the big changes you've had in your life. They didn't happen overnight. They were spawned from a series of small changes. Small steps build and compound, then you finally reach the peak. There are no shortage of experts with tips to get you started and to keep you on track. Now, when you work to change, realize that it will be uncomfortable. Eliminate the word should from your vocabulary. Just do it. And when you're done, celebrate. Also, making a list can help you uh, be, be accountable to yourself. Now, don't be afraid to ask for support. Let lots of people know your intentions. They'll check in on your progress, believe me. They'll say, hey, how's that weight loss going? And remember that good things add up, and they seem to take care of the bad things. And, of course, if you have any questions, give me a call. Number is 267 and just ask for me, Don Grant. Ted Meyer, the people, folks who have the discipline to go and do those things consistently. Yeah, the things that are good for them. Well, it's all yeah. about it's all about just little baby steps, you know, and just and and then that that just becomes natural. Then the next thing, and the next thing, and the next thing, and before you know it, you're you are your svelte mm-hmm. self well, we that you've so. always wanted to become. Steve. I'm not having much luck with that, but I have been walking consistently since the first of the year. In fact, what is this? The twenty third. I think I've missed two days. Wow! So far this year, this is a little walk. It's a little one mile walk just to get the heart and lungs going. And I've just decided I'm going to do that. I haven't seen a lot are you, of it. Are you running anymore? No, no. I've decided to. Well, my doctor's uh, recommendation that, uh, you know, you don't need to do that. It's hard on your knees. Yeah. Just walk. Yeah. So yeah. I'm doing. Well, good for you. Good for you, and man. Besides, that, you know, when I run, I'm kind of clumsy. I can stumble and fall and, <laughs> well, you can and really hurt myself. Wear a little helmet and some knee pads. There you go. Some, That's going to yeah, be kind of. gloves. Kind of a obnoxious. But today, today is National Pie Day, and we're not talking about the math uh, pie. Oh, the uh, real pie. We're talking about the real pie. Um, celebrating our favorites, uh, favorite desserts, no matter how you slice it. Pie, in just about any form, makes a crowd happy. Fruit pies, berry pies, cream pies. I, I mouth, s- ma- mouth-watering servings of homemade goodness. I could swear we had National Pie Week about, or Day a month Probably ago. Probably had a specific type of pie or something. I don't know. There's, yeah. there's, it seems like there's a lot of pie days, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. It does. But anyway. Well, it's, it's pretty easy to tell them apart, though. I mean, pies? Well, yes. <laughs> no, no, no. Pie days. <laughs> Thank you, Captain Obvious. <laughs> it's easy to tell pie days apart because the math one's going to be in March. Obviously. Obviously. What, what's going to be in March? The, the math other. one. The, the other math one. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, three, three. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, he's going to be in. 3.1. 
before. Yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. March. Gotcha. 14th, yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Thank you. Yeah, that know. makes sense. That no, makes you sense. Celebrate that day. So. Forget yeah. it. So are you pie. gonna go? Are you gonna go out? Uh, you know, I don't eat a lot of pie because it's uh, not put in front of me that much. You know, my my daughter did a, made an apple pie the other day for Christmas, I think, or something. That was the first time she'd ever tried something like that. It was delicious. Oh, apple pies are she great. She did a great Especially job. Especially when there's like I know a place that, that makes it about three inches, four inches high. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then and then uh, Saturday, in honor of the Chiefs game and the family getting together a little bit, now my granddaughter Jocelyn, sixteen year old. She whipped up a, a big old uh, pot of chili. It was great. Good for her. She turned, you know, 16-year-old that knows how to make chili. Hmm. Yeah. Well, anyway, it's a national pie. I know that Ted's not here today, but I know one of his favorites, if not his favorite, is that French silk, that chocolate. chocolate French Ooh, silk, yeah. Hard to yeah. beat that. I like all the cream pies, coconut cream, banana cream. I like Yeah, not a big banana cream guy, yeah, but well. I'll eat all the other ones. There you go. It's pie day. If you want to celebrate, go ahead. Be our guest. All right. It is a... Uh, it's a sad day for us here at uh, KNSS. We've yeah, I lost heard. our friend Bill Roy. And, uh, oh man, just a, one of my one of our favorite people in all of the world. And wasn't he? A, he was at Channel Twelve for quite a while. He was in Channel Twelve for not for not too long. He was. I think he was assignment editor over there. Yeah, uh, he worked at the Eagle not too long. KFDI Radio did quite a stint <clears> over there when he first came to the market. Right, and then got with the Wichita Business Journal. And just I think just blossomed there uh, yeah. in print and in in doing these. He, Got all these great promotional things going, and and he's, it was just a, it was a ball of fire, and yeah, just a great guy. Had a great sense of humor. Coming up here in the seven o'clock hour this morning, we're going to play a little clip of uh, one of the things we had him on. We we were having some fun one day, and so we're going to share some of that with you. Oh, good, coming up, good, and that's good. in the seven o'clock hour. Good memory. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, uh, onward and upward. Hey, thanks for being with us this morning, and stay thanks warm. For having me. I will try to. It's twenty four degrees. Out you there. betcha. Coming up here in the seven o'clock hour this morning, all the news with Stephen Ted, including longtime broadcaster and Wichita Business Journal editor Bill Roy has died. We have that story and more news on the way. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC, member of FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Saber Wealth is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS. Nick All-Star Closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.